Remember when moderator Chris Wallace asked President Trump about critical race theory during the first presidential debate? Wallace wanted to know why the president ended racial sensitivity training for federal workers. We were paying people hundreds of thousands of dollars to teach very bad ideas and, frankly, very sick ideas. And, and really, they were teaching people to hate our country. And I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to allow that to happen. We have to go back to the core values of this country. They were teaching people that our country is a horrible place, it's a racist place, and they were teaching people to hate our country. And I'm no not going to allow that to happen. Here to set us straight on critical race theory is professor of psychology and sociology Ann Hendershot. Ms. Hendershot is director of the Veritas Center for Ethics in Public Life at the Franciscan University in Steubenville, Ohio. She's author of the just-released book, The Politics of Envy. Professor Hendershot, good to have you here with us today. So tell us about critical race theory. It goes way beyond racial sensitivity. It what does, are people teaching? Yeah, it has <laughs> very little to do with sensitivity. I'll tell you that much. What that is doing is encouraging, well, for one thing, white guilt. But another thing, it's encouraging the envy um, that I see permeating society right now. I, I see a, a huge increase in rhetoric surrounding envy, encouraging envy. And I think it's pretty evil. I mean, I think your listeners, Christians, know that it's a serious sin, that envy is one of the, the seven deadly sins. And I, to hear politicians kind of promoting that and critical race theorists also promoting it um, to engender division and hatred and resentment. When you hear a politician like Mayor de Blasio in New York City say there's plenty of money in New York City, it's just in the wrong hands. He's implying that that's your money that they have, and we need to take it back. That's envy. And it seems like it happens every election year, every election cycle. Now, critical race theory, the critics say it creates racial division, as you mentioned, perpetuates segregation, and the view that minorities are victims of a privileged majority. So, what would Martin Luther King think about all this? After all, he gave his life fighting for integration and a color-neutral society. Right, and uh, content of our character. Yeah, those days are gone. Um, there is an, and I think that that's part of the reason they want to gin up this kind of hatred, because it they believe it will help them um, by confiscating more wealth and taking more from others. I mean, it's almost impossible for a Democrat to get elected today without promising to confiscate wealth from the rich. That's all they talk about. And critical race theory does also the same thing. But what politicians do and what critical race theorists do is encourage that kind of envy. They have more than you do, so they must have somehow taken it from you. Now, there's a, an ugly history of slavery, certainly, and we have to acknowledge that. But to say that there's systemic racism today is a mistake. So what needs to be done, actually, to promote unity here in America, rather than advancing views that divide us? There's so much that bind us together and so much that we can work on together. Instead of using a theory and teaching that theory, promulgating that theory to divide us is just a mistake. So, I mean, I think the shared values that we do have. I mean, everybody loves their families, loves their children, want the best for their children. That's what we have in common. And if we could focus on that instead of what divides us and how much more somebody has for another, 
and move away from that. I mean, right now we're in a really terrible place. I mean, that guillotine that was erected in front of the chair, uh, the CEO of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, that's a symbol for me. That's the French Revolution again. Um, I worry about that because this rhetoric is becoming ever more heated up. And I know the guillotine was just a model and everybody says, oh, don't make such a big deal of it. But I think we need to make a big deal of it because it shows very clearly the hatred that is being engendered by groups. I mean, there's a new magazine, Jacobin, that's been around for a couple of years, but that's from the French Revolution. <laughs> you know, you kind of know all that. I mean, that's the French Revolution is not a model to aspire to. It's just not. And so to embrace that symbolism worries me. And, and he's not the only person that's a former disgruntled, envious and former employee of Amazon. The former CEO of Twitter just said that any CEO who doesn't embrace the Black Lives Matter or the social justice or critical race should be lined up and shot. And he said he would videotape it. He posted that on Twitter. He removed it, but Twitter didn't remove it. Kind of a double oh, yeah. standard by our uh, <laughs> social say. media companies. Okay, I'm sorry we're out of time. Professor Ann Hendershot, oh. author of the new book, The Politics of Envy. Thank you so much for setting us straight today. Thank you. Thanks so much.